Hello, whenever Hello. and wherever you are, and welcome back to Sticking Points, that uh, funny little blog where we smash creativity into financial planning and see what falls on the floor. We being me, David Chislett, uh, based in Zeist in the Netherlands, and um, you... Me being Jason Utah, based in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Awesome. Hello, uh, Dave. Yeah, we just... Um, a while back, we talked about your money story, which is something yeah. that you are very busy with in your work. And it sounds like you've discovered an interesting new angle to talk about on there. I'm quite keen to hear about it. So I am keen. Let's, let's get into the, to the conversation. Basically, let's discuss stories. Mm -hmm. So in every situation, even with greetings nowadays, a greeting can go along with, hi, Dave, how are you? What's your story? So what is your story? <laughs> right now? To say. Today, what is your story? What's up? Uh, I'm grumpy today. I'm having a bad week. So yeah, that's my story for today. Okay. <laughs> so there was obviously something that started in your week. So there was a beginning. Yeah. And you now are in the middle, which is something happened and it's made you feel grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. So all stories generally have a beginning a middle and then there's the end part which is the fun part yeah this is so, how you know it's a story <laughs> so that, that <laughs> way you know it's a parts. story and i'm guessing that it really works the same with your poems yeah i mean loosely speaking yes i mean so poetry, there's a first line and there's a last line <laughs> there's a first line there's a last line and it, and it generally follows follows like a beginning middle and end um, there was a lot of work around the hero's journey and um, things like that. And really, they, they kind of follow a similar process where there's a beginning and a middle and an end. Yeah. And this is where the fun part comes in. Have a look at your week that's made you feeling depressed or miserable or whatever it might be. Something happened, um, which was the beginning. Yeah. And that beginning has had an impact. Right, so that you cannot change no. because it's happened. There's a beginning and, and, and something that has changed. What can change is the ending of the story. So two minutes ago, we spoke about the tortoise and the hare. A very well-known, is it a fable? It's a fable, I'd say, yes. Yeah. So I said to you, well, what's the moral of that story? Yeah. And the one that we were all taught at school when, when you do these things, I think, was that uh, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, exactly. Um, but other interesting ones, I mean, if I had to say to you, well, that is the one we taught. And we even had this discussion when you said, tell me, tell me um, the uses of an umbrella. Yeah. So now we're going to say, get creative and tell me what other endings, what other morals could come out of the story? Right. Well... Don't be a rabbit, be a tortoise. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if, if you're currently winning the race, don't stop. <laughs> Even if you're tired. Yeah. Um, you know, don't, don't let the current situation fool you. Things can change really fast. Exactly. Or, or really slow if you're the tortoise. Um, yeah, don't, don't, don't stop or don't give up before, before what you're doing is, is finished. 100%. So, I mean, the rabbit in all instances, should have actually won that race. There's no reason for him to not have won that race, except for the fact that he quit. Yeah. 
he quit halfway. So in my mind, things like that you've brought up is don't quit before you're done or keep going even if it's hard. Um, obviously, slow and steady wins the race. Um, don't be an asshole. <laughs> Just fun things like that. But it really goes to show you that the beginning and middle happened. They don't really change. Um, and the research that's gone into endings, um, this is where my wife's going to kill me. I don't actually have my facts in front of me as to who did the research. Mm -hmm. I do have the answers to that research. I don't remember who actually did it. But the research says you can choose two types of endings. You can choose what's known as a contamination ending, where the ending is really bad. Or you can choose a redemption ending, where things go relatively well. Um, and I know Brene Brown used a phenomenal example. She says, picture this. It's Christmas Eve. It's cold. It's snowing. Um, and you decide to now go with the family, get in the car, and you're going to drive into the mountains to your log cabin to celebrate Christmas Eve there. A nice fireplace and what have you, red wine and you're in the car you switch on your favorite music everybody's happy and singing you reverse out the driveway and you pull into the road and then you pull onto the freeway and then what well you <laughs> drive into the mountains and uh, pull off the freeway and go to the cabin hmm. that's one answer nine times out of ten people say well there's a car accident people get killed and the family never made it. Great. <laughs> Why would you tell that story? Nine times out of 10, we're going to have, we have a look at the contamination ending because we are trying to protect ourselves from bad things. Right. So we go to the protection, uh, the contamination ending in order to come up with a plan to avoid it. Correct. Right. However, it doesn't really work like that with money. So have a look at money stories. Money stories started at a beginning. They then move into a middle. So a beginning is what you grew up with. Um, simple things like uh, money doesn't grow on trees, or you've got to work hard to make money, or money's the root of all evil, or there's all these different money stories that we get told, told, told about. And then obviously watching our parents, watching our grandparents, watching people around us, how they spend money and all of that creates a story for you. Um, but what happens is we then attach an ending to that story. And um, you, can, you can use an example of, well, I needed to go to college. I know that in the US, the cost of college, people get these student loans. Um, and I was actually listening to it last night where one of the insurance companies are saying we'll squash whatever debt, debt it is that you want us to squash for you, like a, a dream. And one lady phoned in and she couldn't afford her school fees. So they then decided to squash it. And obviously she went back to school. But the story could be like this. Well, I've been to school. I've learned what I've had to learn. I can't afford to go any further. As a, as a result, this is what the rest of my life is now going to look like. Yeah. Never in a million years in her mind did she ever have the story to say, well, someone's going to actually squash this debt for me. 
or I can use this adversity to overcome stuff. I can use what I'm learning now to become even better and make more money to give to others or whatever it might be. We can choose the ending because the ending is sometimes in sometime in the future. And as we've discussed in many podcasts, we don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Yeah. So do you choose a fuzzy goal ending or a specific goal ending? Because <laughs> the ending sounds a bit like a goal when you put it like that. Oh, now I'm messing with goal. your head. All right. Of course it's a goal. Yeah. Um, but whether it's a fuzzy goal ending or a specific goal ending, choose one that makes you feel good. Right. Which changes the middle. No, the middle can't change. So put it this way, a guy's now working and uh, during COVID he gets retrenched. Yeah. The beginning happened. He was at work. He worked really hard. He's got retrenched and it's shit. His story right now is I've been retrenched. There is no work. Um, unemployment. I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to get a job. Um, I've got a family to support all of these different things. And I am now screwed. That's the story. Based on I am now screwed, you're going to predict your, your future. Yeah, where you are now. You're not going to predict a future to say, well, I'm not going to open up my own company or I'm going to take this adversity and, and learn what I've learned from this job and actually build something massive or thank God I've been retrenched. I've always wanted to go live in a log cabin and go fishing. Um, this is quite interesting because so, what I'm hearing is a, is a big link to... Um, is to, to mindset, you know, Carol Dweck's uh, excellent book, Mindset. So the uh, contamination story sounds quite a lot like fixed mindset. 100%. Because these things have happened to me, that means I'm this kind of person, which means I only therefore have these kinds of options. I'm just accepting that as a fate complete. Exactly. Or a mindset where you say, okay, this has happened to me. How have other people survived this? What are the other options? What can I do to change this or to or to improve this exactly but the difficulty comes with your money story and we have discussed money story where people i mean generally hollywood loves those rags to riches movies yeah i love those rags to riches because there's always like this down and out cinderella who is cleaning up the floor and things look terrible for her and then a lovely ending happens and and uh, she becomes a princess and and whatever it is but there is always, whether it's a clear, clear goal, a fuzzy goal, make it a happy goal. And yeah, exactly that, your growth or your fixed mindset, pick one. Sure, well, if you've got a fixed mindset, you don't feel like you can. Exactly. <laughs> pick one, that's the killer thing about it. Okay, so I, I, I like, I mean, I've always liked the idea of, um, stories as a metaphor for life I, I really like the idea of, of narrative therapy as well there's this idea that if you change the story about your past um you can change your future notice not change the beginning of your own personal story but the story you tell about your story yeah um, in other words reframing what future is possible and i think a lot of us i mean that's quite a new thought i think to, to quite a lot of people that just by deciding that you 
want a different ending to the one that the worst one that you're anticipating that that increases your chances of getting it yeah exactly hmm. but we will gravitate towards a negative ending simply because we're trying to protect ourselves and that is how you protect yourself if you can protect yourself against something bad um you preempting it so you can protect yourself against it and that's generally where the hard part comes in we gravitate towards a negative ending in order to protect ourselves but it doesn't serve us not in this day and age anymore yeah that's the difference isn't it i mean well you know depending on where you we are exactly in in, in maslow's pyramid uh, hierarchy of needs um i think well anyone who's certainly listening to a podcast probably doesn't need to deal with the more physical life-threatening uh, issues that are out there um and and you know that's where western society sits so it really does become very important to switch focus from these eons old physical responses to stimuli and to trying to acquire a different way to react to what happens to us yeah but the fun part is really talking about it <laughs> the hard part the hard part is doing it isn't it always the way? <laughs> so let's check. What did William, even William Shakespeare had something to say about this. Do you remember what it was? To be or not to be, that is the question? No, close. He said, there's nothing either good or bad, uh, but thinking makes it so. Yeah. So it's not a new concept. No, in, in fact, you know, the, the Buddhists say that the only thing which creates negative experience is the nature of our attachment to the outcomes. Sure, we can go deep here today, but uh, I think that's enough. Yeah. That's enough for... Uh, uh, let's stop there. I don't morning, have any whiskey, eh? so... <laughs> <don't>... <laughs> anyway, I just want to do... It was, it was fascinating to me to have this conversation um, with uh, her name, Sarah Newcomb. And she's written a book around the behavioral finance side. And she really says that um, you can choose the outcome because the beginning and middle have happened. You can't change that. Yeah. And I, mean, I think if you said that to like a township kid, you know, just leaving school with a substandard matric looking at the future, that would be a very difficult concept to accept, I'd imagine. Yeah, but go have a, go have a look at uh, Trevor Noah. He read a... He's written a book about he grew up in those townships. Yeah. There's many stories like that, but the majority are going to go and choose a contamination mindset. Well, that's horrible. No, oh, that's a very depressing note to end this discussion on. But anyway, I think. Uh... <laughs> well, it is. If you look at it like that, or you could go read Trevor's book and see that it didn't end that way. That's and true. it's still going. And it's still going. Yeah. All right. Cool. Food for thought. Thanks a lot, Jason. Awesome, Dave. Have a lovely rest of the week. You too. Until next time. Don't Have get stuck. <laughs> keep, keep, keep smiling. <laughs> <laughs>